everybody i hope you're doing well welcome to it's about us with rush i am your host rush darwish uh, i hope everybody is doing well i hope your family is safe this is uh once again a, a truly unbelievable time for a lot of us it's um it's quite difficult to try and put this together in terms of uh, what we're going through and how um you know it's a rough time for all of us i'm certain Many of you at this stage are feeling an unbelievable amount of stress, uh, an unbelievable amount of anxiety. You know, I don't blame you. I think, um, I think we have to call it for what it's worth. Uh, this is a crisis. You know, we are living through a crisis. And um, it's a, again, it's a terrifying situation. The only thing I can say is that we have to be patient. You know, we have to uh, com- continue to learn and, and we need the right people to take the right kind of action. Uh, we are taping today on uh, April 21st. We had our first show last week, and it just hits you, you know, in terms of what's happening and um, the effect that this is having on so many people. You have... Um, well, when we broadcast a show last week, we had 25,000 deaths in the United States. I broadcast today on Tuesday, April 21st. We are now approaching 43,000 people. In the state of Illinois, uh, over 33,000 cases. We are approaching 1,500 deaths. We're at 1,468 as of today. Uh, this is, uh, again, a, a very uh, tough situation. And uh, I think a lot of us have to now, more than ever, uh, understand that uh, you know, we have to, once again, take a deep breath and be as patient as, as humanly possible. It's, it's the only way that uh, we are going to figure this out. Only way. Uh, I, I think for us, you know, we have to really try and, and, and simplify this as much as humanly possible. And I know that's not easy. You know, I know how uh, challenging that is. Uh, I know that uh, there's so many different angles that uh, we, we have to, to take a look at and, and to really, truly understand uh, what is happening. Now, that's just a fact. You know, we have to understand that uh, this is complicated. So let me try and simplify this as much as possible because we have a lot of governors now. Uh, from Tennessee to North Carolina uh, to Florida that are saying, you know what, forget it. We understand that the number is growing. We know that every day people are dying. The problem is April 30th, a lot of these governors have, uh, you know, they have the stay-at-home order until April 30th, and they're saying no matter what, uh, they're going to, um, you know, they're going to make sure that everything opens up. And that's uh, that's that's uh, that's a scary situation. Um, but I I want to give you my take as to when uh, when we should start opening life, you know, get back into business. 
Number one, we got to have mass testing available. This, to me, is the key. Uh, and when I say mass testing available, uh, I mean you have to make sure that uh, anywhere you go, grocery store, gas station, CVS, Walgreens, that testing kits are available. And the moment that happens is the moment that we can say to ourselves that we are able to go back into something that's normal. Uh, until then, we have no other choice but to stay at home. I don't see any other way around it. So that's number one, mass testing available. You got to make sure it's available. If you don't have it available, then I don't see how any governor, any leader can say we're going to open up restaurants, we're going to open up the malls. That's terrifying to me. Governor of Tennessee, governor of Ohio, Georgia have all said May 1st. They're going to start opening things up again. And I'll be the first to tell you, that is, uh, that's a scary situation. It really is. Let's get to number two. We have to make sure that treatment options are available. Now, I'm not saying the vaccine. I mean, what, what treatments are available um, that could at least hold off the COVID-19 uh, pandemic? What are, what are things people can do? What are different treatments that they could even do at their home where they don't have to go to the doctor? We don't have those answers yet. We just don't know. Until you have actual remedies to subdue the COVID-19 pandemic, I find it to be unbelievable that any leader on any level would say that they're going to open things back up for business. Let's get to number three. You got to have a vaccine. And we know that this is probably the biggest challenge that we're going to face is having a vaccine because there's a big testing process you have to go through. Many experts say it could take at least a year. That's if things are moving quickly. Heck, I've been doing some uh, research myself, and some doctors are saying that it's not impossible. We may not even have a vaccine. And that's scary. So mass testing, and there's already you know testing available. And the problem is we're, we're being fed lies by President Donald Trump because remember, at one point he said testing is not a problem. Everyone can be tested. Not true. You have to be really sick. You have to prove when you go to the hospital, you have to prove to them that you're even a candidate to be tested. So the first step we have to take is to make sure that every American or anybody in the world, forget it's not just an American problem, that you have the ability to get tested. And right now we are not there. And the idea that the governors of Georgia, Tennessee, South Carolina are going to ignore these facts, they're, they're going to ignore science, they're going to ignore the death toll, it's terrifying. I mentioned this on the show last week. I know, as a small business owner, this is devastating. This is a crisis. But I think ultimately there's a choice here. We either do it the right way or we just gamble on everyone's lives. You say, ah, everything's going to be okay. You know, everything looks kind of good as to where we're at. You know, the governor that says, ah, looks like our cities, looks like we're fine. So what, you're going to reopen? You're going to reopen malls? You're going to open uh, parks? And then what? Wait till you have a huge spike of deaths from the COVID-19 
and then say, oh, whoa, okay, we got to go back to closing it. That's, a, that's just a hot mess. The frustration is unbelievable, and I think that's, that's, probably, um, that's probably the biggest issue that I, I'm seeing right now is that you have governors that uh, they're torn. They're, they're receiving a lot of pressure from businesses and, and from companies that, that are putting pressure on them to say, hey, we, we want to go back to work. Again, there's a right way to do it, and there's a wrong way to do it. And as we speak, I think these governors are making a big mistake opening stores and shops up back on May 1st, which now takes me to Donald Trump. Um, Donald Trump, it just doesn't end. Uh, you've heard of the saying that some people just won't change. That's a truth. I mean, don't we all have that friend or family member? You've known them for so long. They clearly continue to make mistakes. But no matter what, uh, nothing, nothing leads to them changing. They are who they are. They could, all the wrongs can be slapped in their face, um, but they don't evolve. They don't change. They are who they are. And that's Donald Trump. You expect Donald Trump to have better temperament during a world crisis like COVID-19? No. You expect Donald Trump to not try and politicize, uh, be hateful, spiteful, be an instigator during these times? Again, we, we have to be honest with ourselves, which leads to this. The biggest mistake we all have is that we tend to put people that we like, world leaders, elected officials, we put them on a pedestal, and no matter what they do, we support them blindly. Well, now it's Donald Trump, the Republicans, 93% approval rating. How? How are you watching and listening to Donald Trump the last four or five weeks Looking at him and saying, wow, that, wow, he's a great leader. No, you, you look at him, there's probably one issue you like. You know, you like the fact that, uh, you know, he wants to build a wall. And that's it. You stop right there. And by the way, this is not just a Republican issue. It's not just Donald Trump. Democrats are no different. Blind loyalty is, is a huge problem. You know, when I decided to run for Congress, I always said it. Everyday people need to run. But more importantly, we have to make sure that no matter who runs, no matter where you come from, that we should stop treating politicians like they're godly because they're not. Our tax dollars goes directly to them when it comes to how they spend money. And by the way, they're even down to their paycheck. And I think right now for, for people who've supported Donald Trump and they still look at Donald Trump at least the last four or five weeks, and they say, wow, we think Donald Trump is doing a good job. Uh, I find that to be unbelievable. I really do. I think, um, I think Donald Trump, once again, continues to be a disaster. He is going to sign an executive order uh, to block all people from coming into this country, to, into the United States. Now, had he had that foresight six, seven weeks ago, I might say, you know what, at least he's working ahead. He sees a problem, and this is how he's going to solve it. But I really do believe it's two minutes too late. It's two minutes too late, and I think that's the part as to what we're witnessing right now. Donald Trump is being exposed like never before. Uh, we are 
seeing somebody who clearly is not going to change. We are seeing someone who's not going to evolve. And he's going to continue to be petty. A matter of fact, uh, just this past week, he was tweeting out, liberate Virginia, liberate Michigan, liberate these you know various states where people are going to different parts of, you know, in Michigan, they went near the, the, the state capitol and they had a protest. Hundreds of people showing up, which is ironic, by the way. These people are showing up are against the COVID-19 uh, home, uh, you know, the shutdown. But I find it kind of ironic, and I hate to use the S word, stupid, that the same people who are protesting and are against this, most of them are still wearing masks to protect themselves. Uh, and again, Donald Trump saying, you know, in these various tweets, it's your Second Amendment right. Protect your Second Amendment right. It's shocking. It, it really is. That, that's not a leader. And I will say one more time, I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. Uh, in moments like these, it's, you have to call it for what it's worth. I'll tell you something personal. I'm a, I'm a big Chicago Bears fan. Love the Chicago Bears. But if they're playing poorly, I can't continue to post about how great they are. No, no, you got to talk about why Mitch Trubisky sucks. You know, why their defense is underachieving. And why their coach is not who we thought they were. You know, we didn't, the coach is not, Nagy's not as good as we thought he was. I'm, I'm just saying that that's accountability. But the truth is, a lot of people are not willing to take that step when it comes to elected officials that they adore. And again, even when President Barack Obama was in office, blind loyalty, he could do no wrong. That's, that's not what we should have and what we should expect from uh, our world leaders, uh, our local elected officials. And I really hope that's something we can get better at. All right, uh, Bentley Patterson. And as mentioned, uh, Bentley is, uh, is a good friend. Uh, we've had uh, Bentley on the show when I was doing Rise Up, um, and we were supposed to have him on last week. We had a couple of hiccups, but it looks like uh, looks like we're going to try and get him in one more time. Uh, Bentley, here we go again. Unmute my Bentley. Are you there? Are you there, my friend? Be a panelist. Look at that. All right, yeah. now I got to get the video on. All right, Bentley. Well, it's nice that you're telling us the behind the scenes of uh, your your ultimate. <laughs> oh wait, wait, it gets oh, better. What is How's this? this? What is this? You're you're outside. You know, you, we're going to oh, play Where's Waldo. If you're going to have me on, Holy we're going to play Where's Waldo. Look every at week. you. Look you're going to have you. to like figure out where I am. And plus, wow. with your ADD, you'll be so distracted by everything behind me, you you you'll be hopeless as a host. So, Bentley, let's jump into this. First of all. Um, go ahead, air your grievances. There's a couple things before you came on the show. You said you're upset about. I said, you know, Bentley, go ahead. I mean, you and me were cool like that. W what's on your mind? And by the way, COVID-19, I would imagine, or what should be expected of you, is that you're going to be home in your living room. Uh, this doesn't say COVID-19. This says vacation, what I'm seeing here on our screen. For people not, not, who, who aren't able to see you. this, 
uh, you know, COVID nineteen. We've got to be real about this. We can still be outside. We can still do things. We need to social distance ourselves. Look, take a look around. I mean, there, there's the bridge. You can see out over there all this beautiful wilderness. I am out here by myself, brother. Um, there, there are a few people walking and running by, but I, I really am by myself. Uh, so I'm we've just got saying. To get outside. I'm just saying. You it looks. It looks like Lori Lightfoot is behind you. Just be careful, <laughs> In Chicago, man. She would be. Hey, our Naperville mayor is talking about trying to get the city back open again and, and the town back open. And I think there are things that we can do. And, and, and we've got to be cautious about it. Rush, you opened up the show talking about it. Um, there are things that, that, that we can do and we need to be careful. When I'm out in public, I wear my mask. Um, I wear my face covering. It's not, it's not a true surgical mask or anything, but it's a face covering. And the, and the idea behind these cloth face coverings is that I'm going to protect you. I'm not protecting myself with that cloth. I'm protecting you with that. I'm not, nothing's going to be spraying out of me that six feet. I'm not going to be leaving, you know, uh, spit behind on, on surfaces. So I'm protecting when I go into a store, I think all stores should mandate a mask, uh, face covering, uh, that when you go into them, you should automatically be wearing them. Um, but when you're out in the public and you're out, not in the public, when you're outside away from other people, and I, you're fine. You know, let's get, let's get All back right. to reading. So I thank you very much, Bentley, for the tip. Uh, let's, let's Absolutely. jump, let's jump back into this. Um, well, let's get into this. Joe Biden. Yeah. W- would he be better off right now than Donald Trump? I mean, if he was the one in the podium doing the briefings. In my, in my heart, I'm not voting for Biden. Are you I'm serious? Against, I'm, wait, 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 wait. I'm voting against Trump. I got you on that. That's fair. Uh, um, you know, because I, I don't think Biden's, is he the ideal candidate? Absolutely not. There, there's yeah. so many faults with him. And, and quite honestly, when he public speaks, I get nervous. Me too. Um, I'm waiting I, I for like the screw up. I'm like, when's the yeah, screw up going to come? And he's got that stutter and, and granted, that's something that he can't control. I, I can I deal think- with the stutter. What I can't deal with is what I would call again, the motor skills. Yeah, and, and, and the just, mind things, and then and then also we we, we talk about how that we, you know, it, it, it's about the Me Too era, if you will, and here we've got a known groper, right? And, yeah. and I mean, a little bit of that is generational too. I mean, you go back to that old episode of Friends, and Chandler had that boss that kept swatting him on the butt. We we probably grew. I, I don't know whether you did. I grew up with coaches that were very handsy and slapping you around, and and yeah. And that happened a lot where today, if a coach did that, everyone would be looking at him with side eyes. And I think that's what's happening with Joe Biden is that we're all looking at Joe with side eyes. And, and, and I do every time he talks. And so, you know, is Biden, again, my ideal candidate? But the beauty of it is he's not Donald Trump. And, okay. And yeah. Point, point there's so well many taken. things that Trump does that, that upset me so. And one thing he did to you and your community, Ramadan starts. And Ramadan Kareem, my friend. Thank um, you, sir. St- starts in a couple of days here. Right. And 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 here he is. Here's Trump saying that, oh, how that he wanted to get the nation open by Easter and he wanted to see churches full again. And, you know, he's doing that all that rah, rah, rah about churches. But now when Ramadan comes, he's totally switched his tune. He's like, oh, oh, you know, now let's see, you know, what the press does with all the people, you know, in in in, you know, all the Muslims and how they they back them. Yeah, it, it's so the timing pure. is so off. Yeah. The timing it shows so- that it, there's an agenda that is oh, not yeah. related to what is best for America, that he's still trying to insert his own personal agenda to excite his base. 
even through the greatest crisis of our lifetime. Unbelievable. And he turns right around then, and then that that evening says that he's going to stop all immigration. Uh, don't tell me that those two things aren't connected. That they, yeah. they aren't both all driven by his 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 racist xenophobia and and how he is exciting his base um, by doing so. I mean, he's got a ninety six percent approval rating in the Republican Party. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get into this. So, uh, I really do believe this, and I know. I know Bentley, you got a couple of years on me. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to say that. <laughs> That's a kind way to put that. A little bit. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm going to say the vice presidential pick that Joe for Joe Biden yeah. becomes, in my opinion, the most important VP pick in the history of our country for too many reasons. Now more than ever, whoever Joe Biden picks for so many reasons is going to have to lead from day one. because hey, there's He a, said he wants to go across the aisle. Why doesn't he go get Sarah Palin? I bet you she's available. I bet you she'd do it. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Don't even go there. But but, but no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, is that, could it be that big of a gaffe? You know, could, could, could his VP be that big of a gaffe that he would make that big of a mistake? Who do you think it should be? It, it's got to yeah, be a woman. Let, let's I, jump I in and write that. Quick. I mean, look, he's already said that. But I actually took a second here. And I want to. I gave my. I narrowed it down to who I believe should be the pick. Okay, and I want everyone who is listening right now jump on. Give us the comments. I'm going to be looking at. I want to know if if Joe Biden called you, whoever you are, whoever's listening to this program right now, and said, "I need your help. Tell me who should be the vice president of the United States." Who would you tell him? You got one person. Okay. So, hey, look at the executive privilege of doing this podcast. I wanted to give you my three, two, one. Okay. And I'm going to move pretty quick. I'll go to you then, Bentley, and then we'll go to the people who are listening to It's About Us uh, on okay. Facebook Live. Okay. Number three, if it's a popularity contest and you just want to get everybody fired up, number three would be Michelle Obama. Uh, high name ID. Uh, connected, obviously, intimately close to President Barack Obama. And the reality is uh, people are living off of that, the Obama flair. People still want that. He's, it's nostalgic. Let's go number two. Andrew Cuomo right now has demonstrated, if you're looking for something current, uh, the governor of New York has, has really exemplified great leadership during such a critical time. He's transparent he is honest, and he looks like somebody who can lead this country if, God forbid, something happens to Joe Biden, of course, Joe Biden having to win and become the next president of the United States. But ultimately for me, and again, I want people to give us your pick. Who is your pick as vice president of the United States if Joe Biden is fortunate enough? to? Well, it's the pick anyway you look at it, but, if, but who's going to lead from day one if for whatever reason Joe Biden suddenly becomes ill, cannot lead, who is the person? Here's what I'm looking for, Bentley. One, somebody this time around that does have uh, political experience. One that actually has, and I don't like, and people who know, they know me. I've said this many times. It's not about being labeled as a progressive. But you need somebody who has the ability to take our country into a new direction. And someone also, by the way, who has a strong enough name ID, because, again, it goes back to what I said about this being a popularity contest. It has to be somebody that's going to 
to really energize that progressive base. Am I a progressive? No, I've always said I'm a Democrat. But the reality is this. Progressives are hypersensitive. And if you don't give them somebody that has that progressive edge, there's a good chance they're not going to vote, Bentley. You said you're going to vote Biden because it's not Trump. No, I yeah. do believe a lot of progressives will stay home. So you got to have somebody with experience that has a vision of moving the country forward, has a name ID that's going to actually excite the base. It's not Michelle Obama. It's not Andrew Cuomo. If, if Joe Biden called me right now, uh, my phone's not ringing yet. But if Joe Biden's going to call me, I would advise Joe Biden to pick Elizabeth Warren as his vice presidential running mate. And I want everybody's take as well. You had one pick to tell Joe Biden to be his vice presidential running mate. Uh, who would that be? Bentley, who are you picking? I, I love that pick. I, I absolutely love that pick. Um, and, and Warren's right there. I didn't think of Como being too. I, I, I like the idea of Como, but unfortunately, he's the wrong gender. You've got to have a woman. And you've got to have somebody that energizes the base, which was why I also like Michelle Obama. But quite honestly, I don't think she 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 wants anything to do with it. Um, no, I like the Warren for like many of the reasons you said. You've got to re-engage the progressives. Yeah, let's um, see. Vic Vic uh, says Wendy Davis out of Texas. That's a nice pick. Uh, anybody else? Uh, if you no, have a te pick, I like the Texas idea. You bring in you bring in that middle. Any anytime you pick somebody from Texas, you're bringing in. Uh, you're, you're bringing in middle America. People like Texans, obviously. Take a look at the hat. Um, but 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 they 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 like Texas. Everybody loves Texas, and 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 I like that pick. That's 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 a good call too. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're going to go into the the female aspect, I mean, you have a couple of options. I I don't know. Again, this is strictly my opinion. I don't know any female right now that is going to excite the progressive base. Get that the woman vote, which is so important. It just it looks like again, it's easy for me to say this, but I really do believe that Elizabeth Warren, the senator out of Massachusetts, is the best option. Well, it, you, it is the got, strongest pick. You got to deliver the heartland too. So you've got to look at somebody that's going to deliver Michigan for you. That's going to bring bring Ohio and Pennsylvania and bring that back in. Now Biden ironically was brought on the ticket with with Obama to do just that and yes. he 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 was able at, at locking in Pennsylvania which was so key in the victory uh, Obama's victory um so who's going to deliver that and what about and I I apologize I'm drawing a blank here and don't have a, a PC in front of me to look it up but who's I'm going to use this word too that woman from Michigan Gretchen the governor out of uh yes which also yes, again similar Similar to uh, Governor Cuomo, Governor Gretchen as well has shown um, very strong leadership during the COVID-19 pandemic. And to me, yep. I and guess, look, everybody, when, when it comes to who you vote for, everyone has that thing that they're looking for. And again, it could be policy. It could be um, one issue. It could be the Democrat or Republican, something simple. I look, I look at leadership. And right now, uh, if you're going, if I'm Joe Biden, and I would hope that the Demo Democratic Party will think this way as well, even though I've been reading some articles and saying that th the Democratic Party, a lot of operatives, they, they want to see Michelle Obama be his running mate. I, I don't agree with that. I, I think I think it's a I think it's a critical mistake. 
And I think, and, and by the way, I'm not saying by any means that Michelle Obama is Donald Trump, but I think we need to be careful with the idea that we, we want star power. Yeah, Michelle Obama was a first lady, highly educated, capable, absolutely. But by and large, I think it's the star power that people are more in love with. And I think that's a trap we shouldn't fall in. It, 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 it is a little bit of a trap. It, there's an enthusiasm gap. And, and it's huge. And it is completely in Trump's favor. His base loves him. He could still walk out in the middle of, of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody dead. And his base would be like, well, what did the guy do? You know, I, I, I mean, they will defend him to the end. And, and people aren't that way with Biden. Listen to us. We're, we're already thinking about, okay, who's your number two? Um, and, and how important that number two pick is going to be. Yeah, um, but I mean, am I the only one, Bentley? You know, we only got a minute to go here. Am I the only one that's just really sick and tired of how uh, people just fall in love with politicians and they, they really don't care about the details? People, people love Donald Trump. He did A, B, and C. I don't care. I love him. Meaning he's not held accountable for nothing. I find, I don't know what it is. It's just, it's really mind-boggling. And by yep. the way, that's also happening right now with the AOCs. Uh, the congressman out of New York can do no wrong. Doesn't matter. Blind loyalty. And by yeah. the way, the minute you call out, the minute you call out elected officials that people love, you are the worst thing that's ever happened. Oh my God, you are you are terrible. You, 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 and you know what? It doesn't matter who that is. If, if people invest, you get a lot invested in them, and 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 you get a lot invested in it. In it. You're going to defend them. You're you're trying to explain why you're going to vote for them, and and we need to do something, or we need a candidate that that's hopefully going to bring that enthusiasm back to the Democratic Party. I mean, I remember in 2008 uh, just how you know you know. Um, I forget who the the host was on MSNBC that said Obama put a thrill up his leg. Yeah, Chris um, Matthews, it, who's it, now uh, that thrill was probably in his living room because he was fired. But yes, Chris Matthews. Yeah, hardball for, for yeah, uh, inappropriate. That was right. so stupid. What a stupid saying. I remember watching it live. I'm like, what's the matter with you? Yeah, he he. But anyway, he's where he needs to be. Um, no, it's and, Chris Matthews, and, Sean Hannity, same thing. Yeah, throw him throw him in the same group. But no, we need somebody that brings that thrill back. And, and somebody that brings yeah, that enthusiasm. You, you, I'm, we'll I'm completely there. with you. I'm with you on that. And whether you liked uh, Barack Obama or not, in 08, the electricity was unbelievable. Oh. I mean, the, you, and that, I hate to say it, that's what you need right now to beat somebody like Donald Trump who has a guaranteed base that's going to vote for him. Guaranteed. He's got guaranteed 43 45% vote coming his way. He does. And that's hey, a scary time. Well, Bentley... Thank my you, brother. my brother. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, honestly, next time, if it's if we're still on lockdown next week, which we will, uh, next time, please show a little more uh, sympathy. Uh, make sure you're in your living room. Um, it, it, it is beautiful. I mean, this out is here, my just ridiculous. It's a beautiful Absolutely creek. Ridiculous. We got to get back in touch with nature, my friend. You know, maybe next week I'll I'll kayak down the river. You know, we can do there. But anyway, love you, man. I appreciate Be it. Be good, Thanks, Bentley. Take My care. best to your family. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you very much, Bentley. Thank you, everyone. Uh, for listening to the program. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Uh, we are looking forward to coming back next Tuesday. Um, sadly, I wish, I really, I wish we have a number. I hope that number is decreased when it comes to the death toll here in the United States. 
in Illinois and around the world. But uh, we are doing this podcast during some unbelievable times, and I hope you'll stay with us. Remember, this program, it's not about politicians, lobbyists. We must hold them accountable. This program is simply about us. Take care. God bless you all, and we hope to see you very soon, next Tuesday, 5 p.m. And again, uh, we'll make sure to send you some links to uh, download the podcast. iTunes, Spotify, we got them all. We'll be sending links out. Thank you again. Take care. God bless you all. Enjoy your day.